This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. sick now we'll be all done by the time you're oh ready. good okay good <laughs> oh good oh great yeah now, so i'll try now I'll try my best are we are we going to actually try and record podcasts while i'm there will we be because we've never done the podcast where we're all in the same room at the same time this has never happened no. we could do it yeah we should do it all right we're gonna try how did you do it when you and brett and dylan recorded there oh brett brought all his stuff in he always does. Oh. Wherever we go, he has a little soundboard and has the microphones and the headphones. Wow. Oh. God, God bless people that have like all that equipment and know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. We'll get some. And I'll get us using it and it'll sound so much better. Oh, we'll get, like, I'm excited. We'll get like five more listens per episode off of that. Okay. Like, Ooh, so I keep cool. wanting to like integrate sound effects oh we could do that are you sure are you guys sure about this <laughs> well i mean we can talk about it but it it's not a bad of, idea it reminds me of when i was in like fifth grade i got this radio station like dj playset that had a microphone and the cassette recorder, like double recorder mm-hmm. tape cassette thing. So you could like make your own radio shows, but it had built in <coughs> sound nice. effects. Wow, that's really just cool. Use them gratuitously, just all the time. I would use the sound effects. So it reminds me of listening back to those tapes and being very grungy. And I don't, I don't want to have mm. like lightning thunder or anything. All right, guys. What? We're not here here to talk talk about about our show. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. What are we here to talk about? Guys, wait. Okay, yeah, let's hear what we're here to talk about. Do you have it? Do you have it pulled up? You had it printed out. I mean, what are you doing? What's your research? Yeah, I printed it out and then I lost it. (laughs) <laughs> great yeah i can probably we're off to another it. rousing start this is I why people leave this. comments you know so <laughs> prepared <laughs> okay well, I'll you guys, just, if you listen, guys just keep is, talking i'll find it okay but if you oh, okay. sit there and not say anything that'll make it <laughs> really dead air dead air 
<laughs> Listen, I can tell you the title, and I can tell you what you said it was going to be. Yeah, it's week. Love Thy Neighbor, mm -hmm. Season 4, Episode 2. Episode 2. See, I thought, oh because you had your notebook right in front of you where you had last week, I assumed that you could be an episode for the Sophie, 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 Sophie. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Okay. I don't usually have that information making these notes. Mm. Oh, guys, this is just this is just a meeting that we're having. Okay. <laughs> uh, we should do our podcast. Well, okay, we're gonna so get it one of these weeks. We will. Yeah. It'll all fall into place eventually. <clears throat> Love thy neighbor. Last well, two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Because we skipped. Last week, we did that Ropers episode. Yeah, Ropers. Oh, right. I was like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but the week before that, you said that Love Thy Neighbor is what it was about. Lana moves in. Jack is smitten. Whoops. Girls are not so sure. She seems well, spacey and flighty. Sure. And Larry is encouraging out of it all, of course. That's that's what we have. Not bad. I, I mean, I, I close enough. Like a B minus. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Don't well, you I did have a. Yeah. Yeah. I did have a medium grip Good. on my crystal balls, though. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Let's squeeze. There we go. Just a little bit. Really squeeze. What's that stuff gymnasts put on their hands? So they don't fall. Chalk or something? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like when they put their hands in that stuff they and they just like kind of clap it out. Just, just yeah. flower. Didn't you, always flower. Do that? Didn't you always do that whenever you had anything powdery on your hands if you were a gymnast? I, I always did. I couldn't make that kind of mess. It was I wanted to go clean the erasers at school, and I never got to do it because I had allergies. Oh, oh! I I thought this episode was kind of weird. It it was a special episode, but well, we'll get to this, it. This episode of hers and hers and his is very special. Oh, <laughs> oh. it's a bit special. Oh, um. I don't know. This episode was kind of wacky. I mean, we'll get into it, but um, oh boy, oh boy. Of course, we do have the yeah, premiere episode of Lana, um, and yeah. I, I thought she did well enough, but she—I didn't realize that she was in the credits of the show. Yeah. Did, for some yeah. reason, I just kind of like erased that from my memory. But um, if you look at the IMDb page. For getting on to the permanent cast of this show as a named cast member, she's only in 13 episodes. And so we've one down 12 yeah. to go. I find that really fascinating. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. She's yeah, she's like the next half the season. She's in the new she's she's the new Larry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they bring in Furley and they're like, we don't need two Larrys. Yeah. Um, I'm just so surprised yeah, that yeah. they thought bringing Lana in as Jack's foil was the answer. And I'm like, does nobody know how Three's company works over there? Yeah. No one gets and that. the answer is no, they don't know. <laughs> well, I feel like 
I feel like if they had written Lana not like okay, we'll get it we'll get there. Let's just get into it because I have Let's just get into it. All right, here we go. Can't make them until we're well first of all, Anne Wedgworth in the opening credits, as you said, did you want to talk about her at all in any Patican sense? Should we do it? Should we do it now? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Anne Wedgworth was born in 1934 in Abilene, Texas. Um, And yeah, uh, she ended up going to New York City after she graduated from high school. And she got admitted to the actor's studio, uh, which is a very, you know, it's it's, it's the best acting school in the United States at this time. And uh, in 1965, she gets uh, her first big role in a movie called Andy. She plays a character named Margie, but she started uh, in 1956, uh, almost 10 years before that, on, on TV. And in fact, most of, uh, most of her work is going to be on TV, but she doesn't really get on anything that big. After Andy, she's on uh, an episode of One Life to Live and then gets on to four episodes of Another World. Um, then she... It's not until 1979 that she gets Three's Company. And before then, she's doing sort of minor parts in like movies and on TV. Um, And actually, uh, she gets onto a TV series in 1982 called Filthy Rich as a character named Bootsy Westchester. uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, she gets 15 episodes there. So that's definitely her biggest part. Um, next in 1985, she gets on the remake of the Twilight Zone, sorry, in 1986, and then just has like a few little bit more parts, uh, including playing Aunt Fern in Steel Magnolias, which was in 1989. Also in 1989, she plays Audrey Connor, uh, Roseanne's, I guess, like auntie or something on an episode of Roseanne. And, um, huh. and then, uh, gets her last part in 2006 on a movie called The Hawk is Dying. And then, uh, unfortunately, oh. she passed away at the age of that. 83 in 2017. Oh. Wow. Bootsy Westchester Boots. is my new <laughs> yeah. Listen, she looks like a Bootsy Westchester. <laughs> like, she shows up All in right. this episode, and she looks like she's dressed like Mae West. Like, I, I, I totally get she's Bootsy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, completely. All right. But there she is, bam, opening credits. There she is, yeah, opening credits. Anne Wedgworth, right before Richard Klein, right? We're like, what? Klein, right? what the fuck? Before Larry. Yeah. Um, like, wow, okay. So then we open in, uh, in the okay, kids' apartment. Let's establish, let's okay, let's establish, though, first, since, bam, there she was in opening credits. How old do you think she is? Oh, jeez. Oh, well, she's born in 1934. We know that. So she's in, so she's in her mid forties, something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Good. All right. <clears throat> so we open in the kids' apartment. Jack is pacing, waiting for Larry to show up. Yeah. He's very impatient. He goes to the door and opens it. Larry's about to knock. Comes in. Doesn't he do the old where he like screams out the door and Larry's already right there? Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh God, that old one. That oh, that yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but Jack needs the fifty bucks that Larry owes him, mm-hmm. but you know he's not going to get that. So he's like, "What do you, what do you need all this money for?" And he says, 
I found this expensive gift underneath the girl's bed while I was cleaning. He's doing some serious cleaning at the And uh, it, it whose bed have you like? Whose roommate's bed have you ever cleaned under? <clears throat> by the way, I have cleaned under one roommate's bed. Okay. You did? So yeah, but it's because we had lived in like a shotgun apartment where you had to walk through both of our bedrooms to get to the living room. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. You know what's weird is that this show, because of the way it looks, like the color and everything, uh-huh. um, and the way it's like sparsely furnished and there's like not there's not a lot of clutter right right kids don't have a lot of mm-hmm. stuff yeah so you don't imagine there's a bunch of stuff under the bed it's very right. clean true it reminds Agreed. me of like when i think of it i think of my great grandma's house uh-huh. and totally you know, i vacuumed under her bed <laughs> yeah it's like that's what you do when you're cleaning oh, up so yeah you would be vacuuming yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, it's a it's got a card on it. It's from Chrissy and Janet, and it says, <clears throat> and it's a third anniversary present. And he assumed he's like, this is yeah. the anniversary of me moving in. They but bought he me something that because the tag says to the cutest and the craziest. Yeah, the cutest and the craziest. That's what I mean, them. of course oh, it's right. meant for Jack. That's what I would think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he's been saving money because he, oh, the place, the, the box is from a really schmancy place. Um, so he knows it's expensive. Uh, I don't remember the name of the place. I didn't write it down. But he hasn't, uh, he hasn't dated in two weeks. Right. He's been saving up. And, uh. And so Larry reveals to Jack that after working at the car lot, he's been doing some uh, some professional escorting. Some side hustling, okay. if you will. And now all of Larry's costumes to this point make sense. He yeah. dresses like a man-ho because he's a man-ho. So, hey, yeah. we did it. We got there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Makes sense. He finally was able to be himself. Yeah. Uh, and he has he has a client that, but he can't do it because he has to fly to San Francisco. <clears throat> why? Where, we don't know. Why is Larry flying to San Francisco? Anyone? Anyone? A used car salesman. <laughs> What business could he possibly Slash have up there? Oh, yeah, he has none. No, nothing good. Well, maybe like high shelf hoeing. Maybe that's what's going on up there. He says he's oh, going he's to San deal. Francisco. He's smuggling and he's, cocaine. He's gone for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He just. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So. Um, Anyway, he can't because he's got to fly to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so Jack could take that. And he's just, Jack is outraged by the suggestion of this. That, that Jack could serve as the escort for yeah. the woman that Larry was supposed to meet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack is completely offended by the, even the idea of this. 
until Larry mm-hmm. reveals that it pays over a hundred bucks. Which I'm unclear, does it pay over a hundred bucks per night? Or does it just pay over a hundred bucks? I would think per night, but I don't know. I would say for the night. I would say for the night. Do you have that calculator? Oh, excuse me. Like how much oh that my is? God, that in... calculator is me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jinx. No, I'm just curious. That like what? Like is me. Like a hundred dollars. Like uh, I'm sure it's like three or four hundred dollars in today. Seventy-eight. Seventy-nine. I think. Yeah. Seventy-nine. Yeah. Seventy-nine. Yeah. 79, yeah. Four hundred and fifty-five dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not. I bad. I don't know the going rate on on a a, a male escort. Uh, I wish I had something to compare it to, but I don't know yeah. if that gets you a good one or not. I'm assuming four hundred fifty-five right. four hundred fifty bucks is is no is not I chump change. Know. You know that's something. In this in this day and age, that's probably not. Not, uh, Generally happening. speaking, a male escort can make anywhere from fifty to five hundred dollars per hour. Per oh, hour. Per hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. For a night. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. A four thousand three hundred dollar per night male escort is a high end escort. Four thousand three hundred. Yeah. That's how much you can spend on, on a guy. That's interesting. Yeah, for a night. That's a that's a for lot of money. Night. I mean, what do you get for that? I don't want to know, but I mean, I want to know. What's a low <laughs> end? What's a low end? Like, I guess fifty to five hundred is on the low end. About two hundred dollars. About two hundred dollars for a night on the low end. Oof. I don't know about it for a night, but they're saying Oof. on the low end. You're going around looking like a $200 male escort. That's a good insult. Okay. So Larry leaves. Okay. Um, Jack says he'll do it. Larry leaves. So Jack takes, he he gave him the number to Mrs. Shields. Mm-hmm. Lana Shields. Ms. Ms. Lana Shields. Jack Although he does say Mrs. Phone. a bunch of times. He does. He, does. he says Miss and Mrs. Yeah, the first time. He, he does. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Jack's calling her on the phone to make the arrangements that uh, he's going to take her out. He's going to meet her here at this time. Blah, blah. As he's doing this, the girls enter, mm-hmm. hearing the end of his conversation. And Jack hurriedly ends it, hangs up. Yeah, trying to make sure that they don't know what's going on. But they hear him say, "Lana." They hear him say, "Lana," and then he's gonna meet her somewhere. Yeah, and uh, he tries to pass it off like he was talking about his buddy, his old Hawaiian buddy from cooking school. Mm. Now, can we have a quick fashion corner here? Because. I find it very fascinating that the girls now are getting a lot more attention paid to their wardrobe. And Janet's look has completely changed. Whereas before they were trying to make the girls up to look very, like, teenage girl. Now they're, like, full-on, like, ladies. Like, women. And not just any old women. Like, like these are, like, Powers 80s outfits. Like, you can see the 80s coming 
in Janet and Chrissy's wardrobe. And I find it so great. Janet's hair looks great. Her clothes are on point. Uh, I did, uh, you will notice like later on the episode where she's kind of in that nighty, that red night shirt. Uh, first of all, a much more adult, uh, than the old school little Jersey that she used to wear, but she's also wearing right. pantyhose and full <laughs> makeup, pantyhose and full makeup yeah. to yeah. bed. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> well, we can, we can do that, but we can also say in this fashion corner, that Chrissy has the dumbest hair of all Chrissy's dumb hair. She looks like a My Pretty Pony, but like a My Pretty Pony yes. that like a six-year-old has gone after. <laughs> yes. Like at one point in this episode, she has a ponytail on one side of her head that's wrapped with hair yeah. and on the other side of her head, a full-on just like bun. God bless. <laughs> It's terrible. That's when they go out to the restaurant. Yeah, this. when they're in the restaurant. Oh, I boy. I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, okay, anyway. Okay, anyway, so he tries to pass off as his Hawaiian buddy. His Hawaiian buddy, Don Lana. <laughs> yeah, and so <laughs> they're not really buying it, but he decide, he's he's got to go shower. So, And uh, they're like, again? And he's like, this time with hot water. Because he hasn't been dating for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he goes into the bathroom to take a shower, and the girls uh, discuss how they don't have any dates. Right. Because no one's asked them out on dates. <clears throat> so they decide to go out with each other. Yeah, they Let's can take have each fun other. without a man, yeah. Janet says. And Chrissy's like, how? Yeah, and they're gonna go somewhere, someplace real snazzy. Yeah, with each other, <clears throat> and they finally decide to go to that new restaurant. The new one on Olympic. On Olympic, the French restaurant, which is off of Ocean. Yeah, does you know Olympic go up that far? Yeah, it does go up that far, I guess. Uh, I used to live off of Olympic, but closer to Wilshire. <laughs> oh. Not that anybody cares. Um, but, uh, no, I, it's a nice part of town. It's, it's, you know, I'm sure there's like, there were cool restaurants there at the time. <laughs> the kids in 201 say that it's the same neighborhood where Jack's Bistro eventually is. Oh, oh cute. So Lana and Jack, we go to the restaurant now. They decide to go there. Now we're at the restaurant. Yeah. Well, they decide to go to that snazzy new French restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they go. They're gonna get ready. So now we're at the restaurant, the new one on Olympia. Uh huh. Which and which turns out is Lana's favorite. Yeah. So now let me get. So I I don't understand. Um, like she's coming in from out of town. I think she's moved to town. Yeah, she's just new to town. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I was missing like the detail there. Yeah. And um, they're at the table, Lana and Jack, and there's a, a snooty French waiter. Uh-huh. Classic snooty French He's waiter. Snooty French waiter. Is that, is that a code word for gay? I mean, he was like over the top. <laughs> oh, 
I wasn't being code word for gay. No, he's just snooty. He's just snooty. Tell us about him. You well, know, like I, uh, the guy in uh, Ferris Bueller. Like, yeah. Abe Froman, that guy. But his, the actor's name who played the, uh, the, the waiter in this episode is Damien London, uh, born in 1931 in Chicago. Now, they don't have a, a date for his passing, but he would be like 90-something at this point. Um, oh. <laughs> but wow. um, he gets his start all the way back in 1967. Uh, just small little bit part. Uh, on a, on something called A Guide for the Married Man. But he gets on two episodes of Get Smart in 1966 and 1967. And does a pretty good job, which ends up scoring him uh, a lot more work. In 69, he's on The Jerry Lewis Show. He's also on an episode of I Dream of Jeannie. He gets on The Odd Couple in 1970. He's in Bewitched in 71. Marcus Welby in 1975. And then Three's Company, 1979. And this is the only episode he's going to be in. Sometimes our Paddykins come back in future ep- episodes. Uh, then he gets on Little House on the Prairie, Different Strokes, Highway to Heaven. He's um, in a Roger Rabbit cartoon called Roller Coaster Rabbit in 1990, uh, as someone named Fritz. <laughs> Super cute. On Seinfeld, he plays a party guest in 1994. He's on Ellen. And then he gets nine episodes on an episode or on a show called Babylon 5, if you remember that. Um, And that's actually his last acting credit is Babylon 5, which I find very interesting. But um, yeah. And then we, yeah. So there you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that. For Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Steady French waiter. Um, mm-hmm. So then, <clears throat> so Jack and Lana are talking, and, and he's like, "Why? Why do you need to call someone up?" You know, why is well, first of all, Jack and Lana have come into the restaurant, and they've been seated. Yeah, they're already seated. Yeah, they they were seated when we tuned in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. Have the girls already come in? No. Okay. Okay. I just want to make that clear. There's this little, they have a little exchange here where Lana describes uh, how having an escort is like picking a car, like buying a car. Like, yeah. You don't want to, you know, you get to pick who you, who you get. You don't want, you don't want some old clunker. You want something that goes vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom, Jack. Yeah. And that's oh, when, in the background, you see the girls entering. Right. Yeah. Now, Lana is dressed to the nines. She looks like some kind of rich widow or something. And yeah. the reason I, I she's a rich widow. And the reason I pointed it out is because later on in the episode, when we find out that she moves in, all of a sudden she's like in jeans and like a t-shirt. And I'm like, I thought you had money. Why would you be moving into this kind of dumpy apartment building that these young kids live in as their starter apartment? Like, what are you doing, lady? Like, I thought you had money. And it was so confusing to me that they would position her as like a woman of means of society. And, and, you know, she can buy men if she wants. And then by the end of the episode, like, she's just. That's called slumming. I mean, okay, to each her own. 
<laughs> She's slumming for Jack. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I guess she is, so. This is yeah, the kind um, of thing she's into. She's yeah, like, she's oh, really I'm going to do this for a while. Yeah, I'll live, yeah, this I'll live in this, this, apartment, this building. Weird apartment building. And I'm going to just try to fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Because I can. Fine. I can do Fine. whatever I want. Fine. Okay. All okay. right. What happens? Now. What's happening? Um, then the girls are coming uh, in. Oh, yeah, the girls are coming in. Jack sees them. Right. And immediately starts, you know, trying to hide. We've seen this sort of thing before. Sure. They're trying to hide in the restaurant. They're seated directly next to Lana and, and Jack. Yeah, there's like a little barrier between them, but mm-hmm. not even. A partition. Yeah, a partition. And you can see each other it's not yeah blocked off at all and so jack tries to hide and uh the girls the snooty french waiter goes over to the girls and they look at the drink menu Mm -hmm. and they both order water right i mean which kinds of water they want did they not think this restaurant was gonna be expensive i'm confused as to why they're so shocked they weren't expecting just the drinks alone to be that expensive. Yes. Gulp. Okay. I guess I guess there's no uh, like menu online to check out before you show up. But come on, gurgles. It's a French restaurant. They have never been known for being like budget. You know, right. cuisine. Yeah, I mean, a good affordable French restaurant. Yeah, you know, French. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, French fast food. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> French fast casual. Yeah, but I could imagine if you're not, uh, you don't go to those places really, and you're like, let's go to a fancy restaurant, and you've never been. Yeah, you. And sh- those prices could be pretty. Uh, pretty astounding. Yeah, pretty shocking. I would say. Yeah. I guess I mean, you're right. No, I just I mean, never go. To, I've been so many fancy restaurants. Yeah. I'm so. Used I always. Yeah. Uh, I know exactly the situation I'm getting myself into. I, I do my research. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, anyway, they order water. And Jack is practically, he's hiding under the table. Yeah. Um, and Janet uh, turns to Lana at one point and asks what Jack was having because he's having his dessert. Is that right? And he's like getting the whipped cream on his face because he's way down in it. And so yeah, then he kind of hides had, under the she table. She what Lana's dessert is. Oh. <clears throat> well, whatever. She, and Jack's hiding there. And then the, uh, like the dessert cart is next to him, uh, next to their table. So he crawls onto that. Yeah. And starts moving himself around. Well, he like, he, yeah, he like. I never puts, understand his, why that's inconspicuous. Yeah, he gets his torso like a part <laughs> and then like swims around the room, around. which is just like you're right. Like, wow, how how is that, is that you at all? Unless the, the like snotty French waiter is on your side, right? This is not going to work. But he's not well, because she, he tells Jack that he's jiggling his torts. You are shiggling oh. my torts. Oh boy. I mean, we know what he means by that. Also, I didn't know, yes. but in this episode, uh, Jack mentions that he's 6'1". 
which I didn't yeah. know. I, I don't know why it didn't occur to me that he's that tall, but that's a that's a lot of man on the bottom of a dessert cart. Six foot one. Yeah. Is he six <laughs> one though, or did he just make that up for Lana? I wonder. He looks more like he's like five ten or five nine ten. In that I, know. I don't know. Yeah. They might be, you know, like John Wayne's small door and then that's what you do. You give him a big pastry cart. No, that would make a tiny pastry cart. I mean, look, he's a giant. Yeah. Um so then uh while he's trying to do all that, we go back to the girls and they see that there's thirty dollars for pressed duck. Now, I do know that that's $122. $122. What? Yeah. Yeah, for pressed duck. For pressed duck. What is pressed duck? Uh, which Chrissy says, how much if, if they serve it wrinkled? Yeah, how much if they serve it wrinkled? Or well, like that. I don't know. I've had pressed chicken before, but it's like an old Appalachian thing. So I don't know if it's the same thing as French food pressed Foul. Oh. Well, what's pressed chicken? Appalachian style. You like put it the whole chicken, like you debone the chicken, but all the cartilage and the like every all the parts. Mm-hmm. But you take the bones out and you put it through a meat grinder, and then you put it in like a loaf pan or something, and you put weights on top of it and press the liquid out of it, and then refrigerate it and all the gelatin that's in. All of that like holds it all together basically into like a lunch meat loaf that you slice. I'm dead. You're kidding. That's real. That's real. It's fucking great too. What? It's, I mean, it's basically like an aspect type terrine thing. I gotta get me some of this pressed chicken now. I'm obsessed. All right. (laughs) <laughs> it's really good. I I really like it. All right. So it's yeah, $122 new every day. for, for pressed duck. duck in today's money. Yeah. $30 and 79 Which, and I mean, duck is not cheap, so I mean, that's really not that bad. Maybe I don't care for duck. Ugh, gross. Too, too, too it's rich. It's greasy. It's greasy. Yeah. So Jack, meanwhile... Offers to tell, take Lana to the disco. Yeah. To get her out of there. He's like, I gotta just get her out of here. So, uh, and she's like, okay, we can swing by your place and change on the way. He's like, I don't don't need to change. So she throws her wine on his shirt. Now you do. Maybe. I'm Please. I'm gonna say this, but but maybe like I I don't know if I'm in Jack's shoes and I've already gone so far as to go on the date and I've met this woman. Lana's not a bad looking lady, and she's oh. really into him, and she paid for his time. And I don't know, like if you're gonna go through the whole rigmarole, like just go through the whole rigmarole. And here is my can of worms. Mm. As we saw in the episode, The Older Woman, Jack is into (coughs) older women. He doesn't have a problem with older women. 
so what the fuck is his problem all of a sudden sudden with Lana? That's the whole thing. He seems to have like a moral issue with being a sex worker for a night, which I'm like, you live with two women in 1979. Like you're what morality are you subscribing to? (laughs) I don't get it. But then he continues to run away and hide from Lana. I mean, not to get out of our, out of our realm here, but he went to, he continues to run away and hide from Lana for the rest of her run on the show when he's not being paid. Yeah. And it's just ageist. Yeah. It's ageist, but it's also uh, worse. It's it's contrived. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel authentic. And I, I think it would have been, I don't know. I don't get the tension between these two. I don't get why they're bad for each other. No. When she seems perfectly fine and pleasant. the whole idea of Jack, of like ultra yeah. horny Jack. This goes against everything we believe Jack is. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. They just can't get this right for Jack. I I feel like they don't consistently apply rules to his character. And it's our fault for trying to consistently apply logic to this show. And that's that's our bad. That is our bad. We also have to, like, allow them to find what they want him to be and figure out when they get there. And then be like, okay, this is Jack. You know, right, right. And that the previous Jacks. Sure. Where it's like, okay, now he doesn't like older women. <laughs> fine, okay, fine. Just Jack doesn't, doesn't like, like older women. Know. So back in the apartment, Jack and Lana enter. And uh, she just, she starts coming on pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, is, I think, you know. Completely acceptable considering the circumstances. Yeah. And Jack's making like an idiot. And then, uh, and he's trying to stop her. And then uh, Larry comes in. He's back from San Francisco. Because he was only gone for a damn afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Quick meeting in San Francisco. And he came directly back. And, um, and so this is where Jack, seeing his opportunity, Larry's like, oh, this is the... And Jack jumps in and starts acting as if he and Larry are, are gay lovers. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's, you know, it's, it's funny, right? Poopykins and things like that. Poopykins. It is the most <laughs> unbelievable... Like, and we've seen him try to be gay so many times on this show, and it yeah. just, I don't know why, but this time really got under my skin. Like, it just, mm-hmm. uh, and Larry has this look on his face like, oh, I'm intrigued, but uh, but I'm going to go with this, and uh, I'm not going to yeah. deny a, a word of it. It was so crazy, and I'm like, ah, we've already been to this well, and who cares? And why is he trying to run away from Lana? He goes on the date with her, it, you know. Yeah. Does I, I don't know why he would like five hundred dollars in today's money. Come on, and she's it's not stupid. unattractive. This is a very attractive no. woman of for any age yeah. that she is. 
She's good to go. She's game. She seems nice. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That I didn't. Make I, any sense? And if they're trying to do the no gay sense. thing is funny, like it wasn't that funny. It it was just so like ham handed and grating and uncomfortable. Very weird. Very weird. Yeah. But we did. I I did I did appreciate how uh, that that Larry was just right on. Yeah, I'll give it. That. I thought that was that was that was pretty good. Like, All right, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Larry, oh, Larry good. is always down, no matter like what's going on. And I feel like he's been put in that position so many times of walking into that apartment and not yeah. knowing at all what he's gonna get. And he's always like, "I'm gonna roll <laughs> with anything." Anything. Yeah. It's almost like it's, if I went to a place like that where somebody was always lying about why I was there, <laughs> I, uh, it would be fun. I think he has a good time with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's like an improv exercise for him. Um, oh, God. So That's then – Oh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, so they're, they're playing oh, yeah. gay. As, so, so Jack is pretending yeah, he's a gay lover. Yeah, and basically that's that's where we go to commercial. Oh. Oh right. It kind of leaves us hanging there. That Larry's like, okay, yeah, we're we do. And then uh, Lana's (laughs) like, oh, and then we go to commercial. Ah. That's what. Yeah. She does have a very. Breathy, yeah. I mean, she's really doing that whole part, like, so cliche. Southern quality. Yeah, for sure. But also, like, cliche, like, you know, a hot sex pot of the time. So it's it's just more a reason why, what's Jack's problem? Like, there's nothing unappealing about her. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Like, give... I mean, or or make his moral object objection a little more oh, clear explicit. Something. Because yeah. I don't understand what his problem is. Ooh, nope. A hot bottle of sauce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Agree. Anyway, I started to watch an entire reel of commercials today from oh. 1979, oh. and then I got distracted because I was at work. So I didn't actually get to watch those. Well, okay. I love how you got distracted by your job. Yeah, by my job. Yeah. I was there. I was trying to live my life. Yeah. I mean, clearly. Clearly. How many times have our jobs gotten in the way of our real lives? My goodness. Uh, I guess that's a benefit of my job is that. I just can't have my life long. No, you're, job. you're just isolated there doing your job. Yeah, there's like nothing else I can focus on. So. That's true. So that's, that's better, probably. Well, I'd be so frustrated if I was trying to live my life at the same time. Do you remember any of the commercials that you saw? Um, I do remember a commercial, but the problem was... That and I had to go back and look because the the like selection of commercials I was watching was from Canada, and oh, they had a sale 
that was for like some holiday I had never fucking heard of. That was Whoa. the first time. Oh. And I was like, it was like King's Day. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I had to go back and look and I was like, oh, they're Canadian commercials. Okay. It might have been Fascinating. I don't know. Fascinating. <clears throat> but the but I don't remember anything else after That's that. true, really right? Weird. Canada is actually um part of the they observe the queen as their as their leader and what i heard yeah. is that um after the queen passed away just uh, just last year the people in, in the canadian government refused to uh declare fealty to king charles <laughs> and uh I'm not sure what is going to happen with all that. I wonder if they ended up resolving it. You know what I think of anything about the Royals right now? Okay. Like, I I never, you know, I I can't stand it. But uh, I used to, I got a real cheap subscription to Entertainment Weekly once. Mm -hmm. And Entertainment Weekly stopped publishing a physical version and they said oh. you you know what for the remainder of your <laughs> subscription we're going to send you people magazine oh all right we said almost every issue of people magazine that comes to this house has royal family on it <laughs> it's driving really? me crazy. every single it's almost issue. every issue it's like at least like family. every other issue yeah it feels like Oh, we you know, I saw. <clears throat> yeah, we don't. We, I don't, saw, we just put them in a pile. I saw an Instagram video today. This is why this this reminds me of this, of uh, like Gen Zers saying a celebrity that that their parents, their Gen X or Boomer parents liked, had died. So they would just like have their phone in front of them and they'd be filming their family, and they would say like John Mayer dead at forty five. And you would just, they're like Elton John dead at 76. And, and the people in the room, like the, uh, they would just lose their minds. Like, oh, no, no. Just like yes. some people's knees buckled. Other people like started weeping. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I would be like, oh, that's sad. No more John Mayer songs, but. It's John Mayer. Get it together. Get it together. Who cares? He never got you anything. He never came to your house for dinner. You don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know the royals. They could be completely boring, annoying people, and you only know them from their stupid, highly, highly curated pictures. That's right. Anyway, right. anyway, well, yeah, it's off. Great commercial break. Great commercial break. But oh my god, wait! Now I'm gonna so wait. I'm gonna that booth. One other thing, <laughs> because oh, because um, I had the thing going last week where the proclaimers kept coming up. Uh-huh. So maybe now it's John Mayer. But as I <laughs> probably mentioned before, I've been listening to the 500 Rolling Stone 500 albums, and I got to oh, the right. John Mayer album. And he's oh, one of the top 500 man. albums of Rolling Stone. Yeah. And listen, it's a crazy list. It's weird. Like there's things that have been 
that were on the list before that are no longer there and stuff that's on it now where you're just like, oh, what is what's going on? Anyway, regardless, I'm like, this is going to be, you know, I'm going to hear everything. So I listened to a John Mayer album and whew, it is rough. Like I had a hard time getting through it. I was just like, this sounds so Wait, why? awful to me because uh, I hate it. I, I just hate it. And Jinx says at one point, she's like, I feel like I'm working at the Gap. <laughs> it sounds it exactly sounds like you're working at the Gap. You know, you know, like, you know, the, you know, that scent, that's that fragrance from Calvin Klein. One. CK1. Have you heard of CK1? Yeah, CK1. Oh. Okay. I feel like John Mayer makes like CK1 pop songs. Yes. Where yes. it's just for the mall. It's just for the mall. That's yeah. people that go to the mall, people that love the mall, people that shop at the mall. That's who that stuff is for. And I yeah. don't, I don't connect with it at all. Uh, not that I don't love the no. mall. I love the mall, but. Um, <clears throat> Tom said every every song is a paralyzing non-event. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how I feel about that album. But you would anyway. you should see this woman who literally fell to her knees like thinking of like how much she's going to miss John Mayer being alive somewhere <laughs> in the world. I'm like somewhere. Girl, I promise yeah. you like you his CD nothing. still sucks tomorrow. I promise. Who? Who, if I called you up and told you celebrity death watch, this person died? Oh, I'll tell you exactly. You, I'll tell you exactly who I was really very, very sad by because I always had, like, I really, really wished to meet him. Alan Rickman. My all-time favorite, favorite actor. I thought that guy was oh. so brilliant. Another person that I was really sad when they passed away was Phil Hartman. Um, I think he was so funny and so full of heart. Those guys, to me, you know. But who now? But who now? Who now? Who now would make you feel like that if I was like, oh my God, this person died? Hmm. Is there anybody? That like I'm actually like influenced by and and, and appreciate and enjoy and like their yeah. time had come too soon. Yeah, I, I even time would come too soon. Not just like, time, oh yeah, God, not I don't. Time would come too soon. That's that's just <clears> to <throat> know there's no more of them. Like just that like, that oh. person is gone. That it would actually make you feel sad. Like more than just like, oh, I like them. That's sad. But like, like oh, like that, that kind of hurts. You know what I mean? Like Mr. Like Rogers. Me, yeah, like that is, is my oh, example. Mr. Uh, Rogers dead. is dead. wonderful example. Yes, because he was such a just such a smart, like, kind-hearted man. Yeah, I've, I can think of a couple. Oh right? yeah, who? Like, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm going to be bummed out when David Lynch dies, and I'm going to yeah. be bummed out when Dolly Parton dies. Oh, okay, <gasps> Dolly Parton! That's what I'm looking for. I can Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm looking for, for like sure. universal ones of like the, it. We're going to have like oh mass universal boring. ones. I feel. I would hope. That Dolly would Oh, it will. Dolly Parton will. Dolly. Oh, no. I mean, that woman, uh, she's she's beyond an icon, beyond a legend. You know, she's just... Yeah. Just She's just stood up for, for yeah, honestly, people like me, you know? And I, I can't thank her enough for yeah. 
how smart she is in interviews and how subtle her shade is. She is. Yeah. Oh, the gays love some, some Dolly Parton because that woman, you cannot get her. You, she cannot be gotten. I love her. Oh, I love her. I love her. I would be really sad if she passed away. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say Dolly Parton. That's my answer. Thank you. <laughs> She's the one left. Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. Get back <laughs> into this kitchen. So we're in the kitchen with the kids. Jack's making chicken salad for lunch. Well, he threatens to. He threatens to? Yeah. He says he's going to. Oh, he never does. Okay, he says he's going to. Um, they're of course they're they think that he's dating Lana for money because yeah, apparently that's he not doesn't really like clear yet, but yes. How could he possibly yeah want to date this older woman when he has only a history of it? Rude, right? <clears throat> yeah, but we're ignoring that history apparently. Like he's done this before, but let's make a huge ordeal out of it. <laughs> Rude. Um, so he's like, uh, and then he's like, oh, hey, I like older women. <laughs> right. And he's like doing it as if he's obviously like lying. Mm-hmm. And we're like, but, but you do. You do. What you do you do at one point? <sighs> and they don't believe him, even though, okay. Yeah, Sorry, like, I gotta get past it. Go parasailing or whatever. Like, what's her name? Oh, right. What was her name? She was an archaeologist. Yeah. <laughs> an archaeologist? She was a foxy lady. Yeah. She was a foxy older lady. Remember? You were talking about Amelia Earhart? What? 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 No, Wait. The lady that Jack dated. The lady the Jack lady, dated. The older lady Jack dated. Oh, oh, oh. Foxy Early. older lady. Yes, yes. Oh, woman. she was an archaeologist? Yeah. The one whose husband was at the table? No, the one that Jack dated, the one he went out with and was somebody's, like... Oh, yes! I remember her, and her mom was in that episode. Ah, correct. Yes, yes. That lady was foxy. She had the foxy gene. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Foxy gene. Yeah. Yeah. Archaeologist. Yeah, and they thought that she w- he was into the older lady, the yeah, mom. Yeah, the mom. And now they're doing the same thing, but Lana's not. That's the thing. She's this episode is basically the older woman mixed with. Oh shit! What's the other episode? I feel like there's another episode that follows the same. Sure. We've had a few. We've had a few. We've had a few. Anyway. All right. Anyway, um, so Jack's, Jack's, you know, feigning outrage and all this. And and he's, they exit the kitchen and he's like storming out. Oh, the one with Jack's like a nude model. Oh, yeah. Wow. Good. You got it. The cat's the cat's scratching on Henry's door to bring to his room. Henry's playing his headphones on. We can't hear the cat scratching, so we just have to see the cat scratching. 
Stu's <laughs> gonna go for that door. No, okay. I was trying to get out. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, okay. Um, sorry about that, everybody. Life happens. Um. And uh, oh, so as he's leaving, Jack is storming out of the apartment, and Larry uh, comes in right as he's, and they meet each other in the doorway, and. Larry kind of puts his hands on Jack <laughs> and Jack's in the middle of ranting and raving and he goes, don't touch me. And I found that very comical, his delivery. And Larry plays it all. So he's such a great straight man until he's got to be funny. Really Jack, Larry really is a Jack of all trades and he barely puts his hand on Jack and Jack loses his mind. It was a great little moment. Yeah. It's really funny. And uh, so then he comes in and the, the girls are like, what, what is going on with Jack? He's dating this older lady. Is he trying, does he need money? Like, what is going on? And Larry coming right in with his improv skills says that oh, he's having a male confidence crisis. And uh, that Makes sense. You know, and look what this this older lady gave him attention, and he's eating it up. And Janet says she's got to go make some lunch and excuses herself to the kitchen. And this is where Larry convinces Chrissy that she should shower Jack with. Oh boy! Attention. Oh boy! That's what would that would that's what would help bring him out of it to show him that he's still uh, an attractive. And of course, it has so, to be Chrissy. I, I is it because she's the dumb one and more gullible? Yeah. I, I mean, fine. I, I just so. don't. I don't know. I just dumb. hate like if I just hate that we I mean, keep putting Chrissy in the in the bombshell position. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. 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 Well, fine. She fine. does have blonde hair, Matteo. I mean, I guess. It's I kind of how it had to be. Fine. Um, so now we're back at the restaurant. They go back to the fr- Fancy Friends restaurant. Again, the, next day. For the second night in a row. Jack and Lana. And, uh... Ooh, crack-a-lack. Crack-a-lack. And Jack, this time, is like, he's like having none of it. He's like, I'm... You know what, Lana? I don't... <laughs> I'm leaving. Like, he's not even... Like, it's yeah. weird. Like, why are you even there? Like, what's yeah. going on? What is the situation you're in? Because it doesn't appear that you're you could have just canceled. doing a job. Yeah, he's exhausting. And he's exhausting. It's weird. And he he actually goes to leave and runs into Frenchie. Oh, Captain Frenchie Pants! Frenchie Pants, who dumps, who smashes like the cake on his on his. I love the old cake smashing all over yourself. He he has what can only be described as a homosexual hurricane of dismay. (laughs) It was insane. It was he's like and he's like shaking and he's like crying for heaven, but like no sound is coming out of his mouth. I was like, (laughs) it was like a silent film. It was like, bam, three stooges. But gay. 
Oh, I got so mad. I was like, this is all we are to you people, aren't we? You know what? I hate you, 1979. <laughs> I hate you. Whatever. Moving uh, on. Boo. So now we go back to the apartment. By the way, I hard. also see the irony of my throwing up homosexual <laughs> hurricane of dismay over this moment. Do you see how it doesn't work? Do you see how it does? Fine. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so in the dark of the apartment, Chrissy is sitting on the couch waiting for Jack, who enters, and he's very upset. And Chrissy quickly whisks him to the couch, showering him with affection, kissing him. And Jack warms right up yeah, to she's it. She's rubbing his hair. He's like, "Oh, I just was all I was looking forward to was a tuna fish sandwich." Oh. Oh, baby. There's a certain uh, there's some moves in there that are very uh, <coughs> excuse me very chubby chicks I noticed yeah there's a lot of, there are some very dry where he like mm-hmm. swings into his like thing interesting and then, yeah when she's yeah. rubbing on him he's being yeah yeah um, but you know I find it he, he's pretty funny mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. in those moments um, and as she's uh, kissing all over him. Janet comes stumbling out of her bedroom, yeah. walking through to get some water. Oh, she's so thirsty. And then, of course, first back through the kitchen door. Yeah. It's one of those. Kind what of, is going kind of, on here? Kind of a double take of what sorts. <coughs> and, um, and Jack uh, pulls her into it. Yeah, and like grabs her and brings her down on the couch with him, and uh, and then Lana just walks in the apartment. Yeah, she just yeah comes on in. Oh, Jack! And and Jack, Jack stands up and throws both girls to the floor. <laughs> yeah, and jumps over the couch uh, to get to Lana, and uh, and she's just wondering if he'd like a nightcap, but she she sees that he's having one. Or two. Or two. Yeah. And then, and the, yeah, because the, the girls stand up revealing themselves. And then, this is probably my favorite part, which you probably didn't get right, but uh, she's, she, Lana tells <laughs> the girls that she's, the, she's still on, he's still on the meter, on her meter, uh-huh. and that she would appreciate if they got their jollies on their own time. Uh-huh. And Chrissy says, well, that's only fair. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought that was really funny. I thought that was the best best part of the whole show. Yeah. Great, great. I was like, what? Okay, yeah. (laughs) No, true. (laughs) Yeah. It was just one little... Meters running, girls. That's only fair. It was Chrissy's... uh, Response: Not knowing what the hell is going yeah, on. Yeah, not having a clue what We're she's just even talking that, about. Get our jollies on our own time. That's only fair. <laughs> um, so uh, Jack's like, you know what? I'm her escort. This is what's happening, and I don't even care. I'm gonna go make a tuna fish sandwich. What cat is scratching where now? You know, you know they're ruining. 
every the part cats. of our lives. The, the cats. cats. The cats are in full it's effect like, tonight. It's like <laughs> a Stephen King movie called Cats. Oh, this is the cats I want to see, and, by the way. Like that dumb musical. Yeah, not I the Andrew Lloyd Webber thing. Andrew Lloyd Webber! Cats! I mean... Who is it? You know what's so scary is how many people enjoyed that play. Like I, I just and oh, it was a phenomenon. Phenomenon, phenomenon. It ran for how same. long? Is it still running? I don't know. It could be. I feel like it's those same people movie. who want to send John Mayer a funeral bouquet. Like I just, <laughs> it must be. It must Man. be. Fine. You know, and I shouldn't, I, I really should celebrate there being an audience for all the art being made out there. There we go. There's a positive thing to pull out. Uh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Even that weird movie. Did you see the movie? Cats. Tucker, it's... I couldn't get past, like, the trailers for that movie. They were frightening. Like, it, like I was like... Yeah. Who? What I'm scared of is the person who watches this trailer and says... I cannot wait. That to me yeah. was so scary. I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I felt like Rebel Wilson was in it to like make fun of it. Mm. I don't know. It was so weird. I just, uh, we should never speak of cats again until your cat scratch, which okay. should be another 35 seconds. <laughs> another 35 seconds. Absolutely. Um, so, <coughs> The truth is revealed. Jack goes to make a tuna fish sandwich. Lana finds out. She's like, so which one's the lucky girl? And uh, oh, the, of course, the, Janet. That gets to sleep with Jack. Yes. And Chrissy says, or Janet says, we're both. No, what, Chrissy says, we're both unlucky. Some, I forget. I forget exactly, but, like but basically Janet takes... Lana says, "Oh, you're the one who's who's unlucky." Meaning Janet, and I was oh, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's so mean. Do we have to do this? Like, do we have to now posit the girls against one another? Like, that's not what the show is about. This <laughs> is making me crazy. Yeah, they were even Listen, making Lana mean. That, There's no I still reason feel like Chrissy's landing all her jokes. Oh, she you is. I mean? Listen, Suzanne Summers, like, she works like hard for the money. Stuff. It's true. I'm like, even though like the the nature of the banter itself is dumb and all of it's dumb, they're still like getting laughs. Yeah, agree, um, agree. And uh, so then, so she finds out that the girls aren't sharing Jack. That Jack's not sleeping with either one of them, but he is straight, and this is their situation. So then Jack comes back with his sandwich. And Lana's well off, you know. Lana's all for it. Right? Yeah. She's, she's like taken in the situation and now she's going to leave. Yeah, but she's like, more power to you. Right. She's like, I don't want to mess up your thing. I just want to get in on it. Yeah. Get in on it. I'm like, what are you talking about? So now, like, there's a harem of women who are going to be with Jack. What are we talking about? I didn't understand that line at all. She wants to live in a sexless partnership. 
Great. 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 Whereas before she couldn't wait to get in Jack's pants. Now she's like, oh, I also want to be yeah. a sexless uh, partner of Jack's. <laughs> a platonic Great. play friend of whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so she leaves. And now the girls go down to where Jack's eating his sandwich on the couch. And they're like, how, how could you, Jack? A prostitute? You're a prostitute? A gigolo? A gigolo? <laughs> uh, a cowboy? That's what Chrissy oh, calls him. How could you? And uh, he talks about finding the gift and blah, blah, blah. And they say it's not for him. It's for this couple. It's their third anniversary, wedding anniversary. And he does his I'm so ashamed bit. Oh. Um, and they're like, how can we make you up, make it up to you? Like, it's their fault. Yeah, like they did something. And then uh, he says, take me. I'm already paid for. Oh. God. And then they and then they throw him over the sofa. Mm-hmm. And the sofa dump the ice bucket the sofa play. on top of him. Mm, that's right. That's a lot right. of sofa play. A lot of sofa play. And that's the end of the episode proper. Uh-oh. And then in the tag scene. Here we go. Uh, Jack comes out of the kitchen with champagne. For the girls, mm-hmm. that was brought by Lana, I yeah. guess. Courtesy of Lana. Courtesy of Lana. And then uh, as they're drinking that, Lana comes to the door and she reveals that she is the new neighbor and that and they're going to be seeing a lot more of her. Yeah. Well, Jack. Why? Kisses Jack. She Why? Kisses. I don't understand any of this. I don't understand any of this. If they had brought her on and the sexual tension had returned so that so that Jack was kind of into her but knew he shouldn't because of the moral dilemma, but also they had to hide it from the landlord, like that makes sense. But that's not what we got. No. And then uh, she, she kisses Jack, she leaves, and Jack then barricades the door with, with everything, body. Chrissy. That was cute, but okay. So thank God this episode is finally over. Jiminy Crickets. What a, what a, oh, I'm exhausted. First of all, I, all these weeks later, right? Because it, we have been roperless for so, so long now. All these weeks later, their answer to how to make sure that the premise of the show is maintained is to bring on this older woman as a person that Jack doesn't like from the beginning for, I don't know what, I don't know for what reason, I guess to get in the way of all of his jiggalizing or. uh, uh, So he has someone to to hide from. basically. What? What? It makes no sense because now the premise of the show, the original premise of the show was this guy pretends to be gay so that he can live with these two girls and he's got to keep it from the mean landlord who could kick him out at any moment. Right? right. That's the premise of the right. show. Why don't we just go back to that? 
and get them new landlords. If you can't have the Ropers, that's yeah, we're about to. That's where I'm like, why are we even bothering? Why did we take this? Yeah, why did we go down this Lana Alley? We did not need to go down Lana Alley. We did not. No. One episode. Let's see where it goes. One episode of like the tables are turned, kind of, you know, she's on the hunt for Jack is cute. One episode. One episode of that is cute. Yeah. Yes. But to bring her on regular, it's not cute. And it's not going to work out as we know. As we know. Right. Sad. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll be a glorious period. Maybe she'll show funny lines. You never know. All right. What do you give it, Matty Oh, man. You know, this is iconic because Lana, you know, is, is a big part of the Three's Company universe. And who doesn't love Lana? I just don't like the way that she was introduced and I don't get her point And that was also shoddy. So I don't know. This is just another another Three's Company episode whose heart and soul is somewhere else. I'm going to give this one just about a one point. Oh, a 1.86 Dominomini Vuz. Wow. Shoot, that is low. <clears throat> okay, sheets. I'm going to give a two and one quarter star. Two and one quarter star. Not a, not a high quarter. score either. Not a high score. Not a high score, but I feel like it's also iconic. Yeah. And, and it's the first... It's not the first time, but it's the first time that we've had like a sit-down restaurant debacle that wasn't, you know, just a quick moment. And we're going to see a lot more of that as Jack starts working in restaurants, and I like that part. You know, here's a little bit of credit for that. I'm going to give it three. Whoa! Out of five. Whoa! Because you know, uh, I'm looking at it like this. If I just hadn't seen Three's Company in a long time and I saw it was on and I turned it on and it was this episode, I'd be entirely satisfied. Be like, yep, that was Three's Company. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, you'd be pleased I mean, that you caught having, the one with Lana. Yeah. Watching them all, you know, you get a little jaded, I think, and you get a little tired of their shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Truth. Trying to look at it. From a, you know, how I enjoy Three's Company right, standpoint, right. it was pretty good. Ah, yeah, right. It had a lot of good elements. Ah. I liked Larry. I thought Larry was funny. Larry was funny. I thought Jack had a couple really funny moments. And I thought Chrissy got a lot of laughs. Chrissy. Chrissy's so, great. You know, yeah, Chrissy. Dumb, but I also got to say, for me, I think that Chrissy is also the most consistent and maybe Janet a close second to in terms of like the character, but also Suzanne Summers just nailing the comedy. She's so in the pocket. She's such a hard worker. The dumb one is not an easy part to play. And I have to say like knowing what's coming for Suzanne Summers is so sad because nobody to me really dialed in the character the way that she did. Um, Another impressive week for Suzanne Summers. Yeah. And she's great. But also, it's like she gets the benefit of being the dumb one now. Like, what yeah. is Janet? 
the, yeah, the smart one. She can't fall back on being the pretty one. Is she or the smart she's one? Not really she's not like the bright. Like in the way that she's just the not dumb one. She's, yeah, she's the not dumb like, one exactly I think that's the best way it's been said she's the not yeah. dumb one and Jack is supposed yeah. to be which is like, not really which is not really a characteristic whereas right. Chrissy gets a characteristic that she gets to sink her teeth into focus in on yeah right and Janet, Jack is a different character Jack's, every week I, I mean yeah. one week he's like who are these people dumb and, and naive and the next week, week he's like people. angry and 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 you know dominating and then the week after he's confused and sad it's just not yeah it's like if you could have some consistency then you'd feel like you got to know them but we've gotten to the point now where it's comforting that we know that chrissy's dumb right (laughs) i agree because it gives us (laughs) oh we know who chrissy is yeah you don't know anybody else we know larry's larry's more well-defined character than janet at this point and i'm like larry's a used car salesman and a gigolo that's who he is it's like these in this situation it's almost like having these simple definitions is better Agreed. trying to like be like they're just normal people she works at a flower shop <laughs> all right all well right, so you know where my you know where my hands are <laughs> All right, this is a real brain buster. Get ready. This next episode is called The mm-hmm. New Landlord. Okay. Finally, and I don't know, I don't understand. Okay. I, I'm so excited. Now, I want to know if Lana stays in. Like how long does Lana stay in the credits? That's the that's the next question for me, but of course, here we go. We're finally bringing on icon of the small screen, legend, Don Knotts, who I don't understand how he comes onto this show and does what he does, creates yet another iconic television character. Mr. Furley, I would say, is just as big a character as any of the other Three's Company uh, characters that we know and love. And only having half the time in which to do it. I mean, what what a talented yeah. man. So I'm very excited. And of course, I'm very much looking forward to all of the fashion moments that he is going to oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, visit yes. upon us. I can't wait. I just, the, the ascots, I just cannot wait. I'm so excited. So yeah, definitely the arrival of Mr. Furley. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, your, that's, whole it. that's your whole prediction. There's that's no, all there's he has to do. That, that's no, all like, he has to do. I'm just gonna then, put nope. Doesn't matter. Nuts. If he's gonna show up through that Arrive. door, he's gonna. He's, his eyes are gonna bug out of his head, and we're going to be in love <laughs> from the from the jump with this villainous character. Yeah. I just, I, I love it. I'm so excited. Yeah, nice. I'm very excited as well. It's gonna be good. It was fun. Yeah. Well, guys. Another long. great episode. Uh, that was a long one. Yeah. Well, I'm had a sorry. Lot to talk I, about. Didn't, we, I didn't realize. That's okay. More time was, was this our... all about John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> that was my fault. I'm sorry. I, listen, uh, I, I love him and his music. <laughs> I 
I could have steered away from it, but I'd lean right in. Yeah. And to be and fair, so John Talon, John Mayer is very talented, and I do like some of his songs. I should. <laughs> now I'm walking oh, it all back. I, don't I like, love that guy. Don't worry. He doesn't listen to the podcast. Listen, I'll say <laughs> he seems to be a talented guitar player. Oh, he is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, not a bad songwriter. I like any of those songs, but all right. <laughs> Let's just say Some they're not for us. do. That's true. They're not yeah, for me. not for me. That's yeah, for sure. Okay. Here's to John Mayer. You know, it's a John Mayer. <laughs> you know what? Here's to... To John Mayer. Here's to Lana. I say it's to Lana. Okay. And to Lana. Oh. No? Sorry, John Mayer. I mean, Jeez, you get like... Debunked you know what? Shows. I had to listen to the whole album. Okay, good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Lana. Cheers. Sexually tense. With the kisses.